it is bonkers to me that that is not in our audition packet. Yeah. Mm. I feel like it is one of the hardest songs. And I feel like there are plenty of women who can sing popular and who can sing Let Us Be Glad. My name's Quincy. And my name's Kevin. And this is Sentimental Men from Theaterly. We are here to talk and maybe scream about our favorite women in musical theater. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Quincy. Another special episode for Kevin Bianchi today. It's a good one. I'm feeling excited. But it's a special episode for Sentimental Men overall because we're talking to a pair. We're talking to Jennifer Newberry today, and that's the first time that we've done a current pair, and we've yet to have a current tour witch on the podcast. Yeah. It's always been yeah. someone after they've finished. I was dying in the last episode when Lissa was like, I feel like you're not officially in Wicked until you're on Sentimental <laughs> Men. There will come a day where we ask an alphabet, a current alphabet to come on, and they tell us no. <laughs> yeah, and we'll deal with that when we get there. So we are very very grateful for anyone who has agreed to come and let us be annoying to them on this podcast. Yeah. Who are we talking to today, Kevin? We are talking to Jennifer Newberry, the current and honestly fabulous Glinda on the national North American national tour mm-hmm. of Wicked. Jennifer gives me, this is maybe a spicy take and I would say high praise, but she's giving me like golden era Glinda. Like I feel Ooh, slay. vocally impeccable. Like she is giving me the like range, the colors, the variety that like a Megan Hilty, Katie Rose Clark would give <gasps> me. I'm p- pulling out the big names. And yeah. if you watch her her popular bootleg on YouTube, it's like mm-hmm. she gives me like old I don't school. Think you need to be shy about saying bootleg. I was just doing it as a bit. Pro bootleg but... on this podcast. Okay. Well, no, you can do it as a bit. Thank you for derailing <laughs> me. <laughs> When you watch her popular bootleg on YouTube, she does that whole middle section. Like, she draws it out. She is giving me, like, zany, kooky, Ali Mozzie vibes. Like, she's doing the screaming. She's doing the backbends. She's got it all. She's pulling out all the tricks. That whole toss-toss section. It's insanity. And I love it. Yeah. Like, a truly, like, unhinged. She's going to be here any second. So let's go through her resume. Because I know that you have listeners. We have a Glinda Corner. And by we, I mean Kevin has a Glinda Corner prepped for you all. Remember that? I do. I do. I do. I do. I know. We're digging deep into the archives. I feel like this is going to be like a a throwback to the original format of this podcast. Jennifer Newberry joined the National Touring Company back in 2019 in the ensemble Understudying Glinda, specifically Understudying Erin Mackey, absolute legend. When the tour reopened after the pandemic, Jennifer was in the reopening cast, again in the ensemble Understudying Glinda. She's out on tour for like a year, and then she was bumped up to full-time Principal Glinda, where she remains today. I'll say it again, honestly, like a new favorite of mine. I think she's great. But on top of all of that, Ms. Newberry has also played the title role, the titular role, in the Finding Nemo live show at Disney, at Disney World. Which... I believe Disney Theatricals has just released Finding Nemo Jr. I think you are correct. And like, honestly, mad respect for that because that's like six shows a day or like eight shows a day or something crazy like that. And that's a high score. So like props for doing it for like years and years and years. Also, 
We love a queen who worked at a Disney park. Shout out to Stephanie J. Shout out to Eden. Jennifer also went on tour with Freaky Friday in 2017, playing Gretchen, one of uh, the friends one of, of my personal the faves. daughter. One of your personal faves. And then regionally, she has also appeared as Clara in The Light in the Piazza, as Shelly in Batboy, one of my favorites. And then she was also in the first all-female production of 1776, which I think is really cool as well. So Miss Newberry, she's working. She's, she's busy. I also feel like... This entrance into Wicked, I feel like, is going to be a big turning point. Like, I hope we see, like, a lot more from her mm-hmm. now moving forward. Yeah. I hope this is yeah. a great platform 100%. for her. And I hope to see her and Lissa on Broadway one day. Together. Same. Keep them as a pair. They're so good together. Yeah. All right, hit me with your Glinda Corner before she arrives. Uh Okay. Okay. So what I want to talk about in Glinda Corner today, and I feel like I've maybe touched on this like in the green circle on our close friends, but when I was watching videos of Miss Newberry in preparation, she does one of my favorite choices, which is the no breath bridges you've crossed, which on top of being just like technically impressive, I also just love from an acting standpoint because so like at school, we learned that like human beings naturally take enough breath to say what they know they're going to say. And so then like the same thing applies with singing. I love when you go BFA on me. Listen, it is Kevin's Glinda corner, baby. We're dusting (laughs) off the degree. When I was training, we learned that the way to kind of like think about singing through the phrase, singing to the end of the phrase is because if you were speaking, you would know what you were going to say. So you would have enough breath to say it. So Mm. then the Mm. extension of that is when somebody breathes through to the next phrase, it's almost like that character is saying something they didn't plan on saying. And so I always like to think of the no breath bridges as like Glinda meant to stop at bridges you crossed, you didn't know you crossed until you've crossed. And then end of that joy just kind of like slips out of her because it's, it's, like what she's feeling is just bubbling up too much and she can't contain it. And then you always see like a Glinda kind of have to like catch herself on that (gasps) thrill as if she's kind of like covering like, no, no, no. But like, this is a joy. This is a thrill. I'm like happy to be here. I might, I might've just looked sad, but I'm super happy. And then she kind of like dips back down into like a lower, sadder part of herself, but right back into, we love you, Glinda, if we may be so frank. And so I just love that moment. And I love... (laughs) I don't know if like every actress who makes that choice is thinking about it in that way. Probably not. But as an audience member, I love that because I think it just creates like such a, a little like cherry on top acting moment in what is already a very like acting heavy song for Glinda the yeah. Good. That makes me want to watch Thank Goodness right now. Well, lucky for you, you can. It's available on the internet. It's yours for the for the viewing. Let's get into this interview with Jennifer Newberry. Ooh, ooh. Jennifer Newberry, thank you so much for joining us on Sentimental Men. Welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. This is so special. We are so excited to chat. Yeah, I'm excited to chat, especially because we just spoke to Lissa last week. And so this is the first time we've ever done like back to back a pair that is like currently performing together. Oh, I'm so- We are very much in a national tour headspace. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Oh, wow. 
Thank you all so much for having me. So we start every interview with how did Wicked come into your life as a person? So not as an actress, but what is your first touch point with the musical? Great. So I remember I remember hearing about this new musical that was opening on Broadway. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. And I think that it opened and I heard the soundtrack, I believe, because everyone, you know, when it opened, <laughs> we were all like, whoa. Um, and I listened <laughs> to the soundtrack and I was like, okay, well, I, I was actually in New York the summer of two thousand three, and I, I guess it would have maybe been in previews, but I'm not sure. And I remember I, I was at a summer program, and then I went to college, and I got to experience Wicked, and my parents took me when they were dropping me off to college, and I was like, oh. My gosh, this is just incredible. Like, I remember, because I had, I read the book. I original did everything. Cast? No, I didn't see the original cast. I gotcha. I wish. You know, I've been trying to, like, I really need to, like, do the math. You could probably help me. Because, you know, so What was much. the year? It was 2004. And okay. I went and saw, who did I see? Okay, yeah, 2004. And I know that Kristen wasn't there anymore. So, so it, it must have been, been Jennifer, Jennifer Laura Thompson. Yeah. And I think it was Adina. It probably, yeah, because I don't think Shoshana came in until 05. Yeah. And Adina did the, she like never missed a show. So unless it was during that like week she was filming something, it was probably her. Yeah. I actually found my ticket for it. Like, because during the pandemic I was home um, and I was like, let me clean up my stuff. I found all of my old Broadway tickets and like from the first show that I saw to all this, like, and it was, I was like, now I know the date. Now I can figure out who I saw. But this whole time I thought I saw Kristen, but Kristen left like shortly (laughs) after the Tonys. Right, right. So. Yeah, she was out of there. I didn't see her because it was in August. You went into the show having already been a fan because of all the material that you were consuming. Yes. What was your perception of the show after you saw it? I mean, it was just this like, it was on a huge pedestal because it's like, yeah, I'm going to say iconic a lot today, but (laughs) it's just this iconic show that like really changed musical theater. And I, I I just remember seeing it and being like, oh my gosh, like one day, one day I'm going to play that role. Like I have to, I have to. But you know, of course I was also the girl in my bedroom growing up, just like trying my best to belt defying gravity. Um, (laughs) Me too. So, I mean, weren't we all? Yeah. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, it's my, I don't, I think that I went in with this like fierce love of it. Mm-hmm. And I remember there would be year chunks like between when I would see it because I would have a friend in it like that I went to school with mm. that I would like go and I'd be like, oh yeah, like like Alex Brightman is playing Bach. Let me let me go try to win the lottery. Right, right. Let me like run over there. <laughs> and I would like go over and see the show and, and I act two always caught me off guard because you know, we remember act one, like everything that happens in act mm-hmm. one, but then act two comes and you're like, wait, wait, Nessa sings a whole song. Yeah. Cause <laughs> you know, like, and it's awesome. And I'm like, why is this? Yeah. It makes sense that it's not on the soundtrack, you know, spoilers, all that. But, a little bit. Oh, but, but I was like, <laughs> every time I would see it, because there would be these chunks, even when I came and joined the tour in 2019, I remember sitting out there and being like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like completely just no idea. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. No, that's a great answer. I have a 
question too, just because you mentioned that you were, you saw the show right as you were going into college. So did you Mm -hmm. then, I feel like now girls go to a musical theater program and it's like, are you an Alphaba or a Glinda? Like that's like a, that's like a shorthand for, for like, what is your type? Did you go through your college program and your training like with Glinda in mind or were you just kind of like because you said you were saying to find I was so trying but you know I I actually went to I went to a high school in Houston um uh, I went to the high school for the performing and visual arts in Houston and Mm. I was a vocal major as opposed to a theater major and they wanted Mm. me so badly because I'm a soprano they wanted me to study opera and like go into Mm. that realm and you know like I I was very fortunate I got to do like this program during my senior year with the Houston Grand Opera which was incredible and but I loved musical theater so much and so I was like no like I I have to do musical theater and I think because I grew up watching musicals I I've always had this weird thing where I was like so in Carousel like I can be both of these women Mm -hmm. and I'm so that has Mm -hmm. been like the kind of like internal struggle in my brain for a long time just like not knowing just being like okay well like what do you see me as you know Mm -hmm. so like going in I knew I was a Glinda like going into college I knew Mm. that and like and that's the beauty of this show there's no like in between it's like these characters are so specific that it's just like there's never been a thought in my mind like could they paint me green you know like it would have to be like (laughs) it would have to be dire circumstances and even then they wouldn't so like I (laughs) long answer of it like I Mm -hmm. I knew I was a Glinda and I and I I went into to school just like kind of being like okay yes but also like there's the I do I do relate a lot with Alphaba um Mm -hmm. Mm because I like injustice just really like irks me so I'm also bubbly and fun so you know (laughs) right yeah, I mean, we you clearly, like, sides. walk into a room and you read as Glinda. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so walk us through now, when did the first Wicked audition come across your desk? Yeah, I would say I got to audition for the show. You know, like, I went, I started going as soon as I could, like, to EPAs and chorus calls and things like that. Because I was just like, hello, hi, 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 hello, I'm wearing pink. But and was Glinda the goal from day one or were you kind of like, let me get in the ensemble and just see what happens? Oh yeah. I was just like, please just like, let me in the show. show. Like I, I, yes, Glinda was absolutely the goal, but I was just like, just to touch the show Mm -hmm. in any way, like win-win. Like, (laughs) so, um, like you can't. Was there ever a Nessa path? open for you I could see that happening too no but like that would be really fun I would yeah, love I could that, see that too. <laughs> <laughs> no that would be that would be fun okay, sorry, um, continue. I love her so you're going to the open calls slowly but surely you know sometimes like I had I had a friend who was like oh you would be so right for Glinda and they were like let me see if we can just like even get you into a pre-screen and so I got into a pre-screen and I you know, I went in. I, the thing is, is for a very, very long time, I looked so young. Mm. I, I mean, I, I still like read very young, but like I, I looked like I was 16 for <laughs> years. So, so I was just like, and I had this like, ba- I had this round like baby face and, and I, mm-hmm. I just, I knew I was like, I don't, there's absolutely no way I'm five foot tall. Right. I was like, there's absolutely <laughs> no way they're going to say yes. 
put her in the bubble. You know, right. like it's just it wasn't it wasn't mine. It wasn't the time yet, and I I trusted in the timing yeah. too because mm-hmm. you have to with these things. But I auditioned for it for years and years and years, and I remember the last audition came uh came around, and I I had auditioned for it in the fall, and I had gotten mm. some feedback that I was just like, oh man, I guess I I guess this maybe might not ever happen for me. Mm-hmm. And so I What was the feedback? The feedback was because I had I had coached and I had been told like make her really real. And I think I just like mm-hmm. I I can take a note, but apparently I took it <laughs> I, I took it too well. So oh, I it like it became like film and TV Glinda, which was very like very still <laughs> very and prestige. very like very sh- So it was like that. it was like the popular scene and it just kind of became like a little too sad. And <laughs> um so I was like I was told that like my comedic like I, I lacked some comedic timing. And I was like, no, Oh gotcha. that hurts. That hurts because You're like, no, I was just taking a note. I was right? like, I, I don't I don't think that I do, but okay, maybe like I'm maybe I uh, maybe it's not me. Maybe maybe this isn't for me. So then I remember mm-hmm. I went I was walking by the Gershwin one day. I was on my way to a survival job. Mm. And I walked by the Gershwin and I remember I like got out of the subway and I looked up and I was just like, okay, if this is for me, like just please, 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 just please let them come to me this time because I, I knew they were looking. Mm. And I and I was like, mm-hmm. I have knocked on the door so many times and and I am I will always knock on the door. Like what a, the worst yeah. they can do is not open it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. but I but I was just like I just remember standing there and just being like, if it's if it's mine, if it's for me this time, please just just like let them come to me. And mm-hmm. literally like three days mm-hmm. later, I had ah. an email with an audition. And I was like, Wow. Oh my gosh. Like Okay, okay. I got it on Thursday. I went in on Friday to sing. Mm-hmm. And what was the audition for specifically? It was to, it was in the ensemble for the Fanny track. Mm-hmm. And um, gotcha. I went in, yeah, it, it was for Fanny and to understudy Glinda. And I just remember mm-hmm. like like that audition cut as you go in and you sing Let Us Be Glad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you sing popular. And then okay. you sing the no one mourns the wicked, wicked, mm-hmm. wicked, like, which is just rude, but. But like, as a soprano, <laughs> are you going into that? Like, oh, I got this. I got the let us be glad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was like, yeah, this is great. Okay, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the ensemble like portion of those like eight bars to sing at the end that I was just like, mm-hmm. just a high C, just a casual high C at, you know, even if it's noon, you can only like, you know, it's like a hope and a prayer and yes. you're out in the holding room <laughs> with all these other girls in pink and you're just like, <laughs> like trying. Wow. Do you hear that? That was good. Um, you're out there just trying so hard to like keep warm while you wait. Yeah. And hearing every other girl's high C come through the door. Absolutely. And then you're all just kind of looking around and you're like, <laughs> here we go. Like, here we go. But yeah, yeah, I, it was incredible. I went in, I sang that Friday. I had to endure the entire weekend. Mm. Monday, I found out that they wanted to see me dance on Tuesday. So luckily I already, I grew up dancing. So it's never, I was like, never, you know, an issue. If I have enough time, I can do it. I feel like I can tell that from the way that you use your arms in in bootlegs. Because like you have such like beautiful (laughs) movement in your arms. I was like, oh, she can dance. I can tell. So I'm glad to hear you say that. Thank you. 
My ballet teachers at Houston Ballet will be so happy to hear that. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. So I was very fortunate because while I was down in Florida at Nemo, I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I had heard, I had heard from people. They were like, there's, there's, this show has been around for 15 years at the time. They were like, there's no excuse for people to not know these dance accommodations. When you go in, it shouldn't be the first time you're mm. seeing it. And I was like, they were like, there are bootlegs yeah. online. There are a million people who've done the show. Learn it. Come in and do it. And I was like, oh gosh, you're totally right. And I realized mm-hmm. that a woman who used to be a dance captain on Broadway and on the tour, Lindsay Wood Hose, she was at Nemo with me. And I was like, please, oh. please, please. Let's learn this. Teach me the dancing through life combination. Yeah. So she did. She taught me that. And I just like, I practiced and I practiced and I practiced all through the weekend because I was like, if I get a call back, it will be to dance and I am not letting this time waste. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I went in on Tuesday and I danced. But the kicker, this is a funny story. <laughs> so I got really nervous right before okay. my audition on Tuesday. It was at like four o'clock, like from four to six. And I, you know, got to the studio so early and I like rented a studio and I was like, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I know this, it's gonna be great. And then I started to realize I was like, oh my gosh, what if I have to do the like the dance in Oz Dust? What if that's what I'm supposed to be learning? And they're about to like teach me the da 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 like I was like, yeah, yeah. so I freaked, I had a full freak out and learned that. Oh, my oh God. I was a sight to behold. I was just like, <laughs> and then I and I went into the audition just and I was like, adrenaline. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. My curls aren't, but I am like, here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> they were not, they were flat, but I said, whatever. It's okay. And um, <laughs> yeah. And I went in and they were like, they, and it was Corinne and, and she was like, da, 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 da. I was like, oh, oh, thank God. Okay, it's the one that I know. <laughs> yeah, and it was great. And then we did some partnering. And then I got a call the next mm-hmm. day. The next the day. The next day. Yeah. And they were like, how soon wow. can you come out? And I yeah. said, oh. Because um, did I, you know it was for tour? I did. You know, I was actually auditioning at the same time for tour in Broadway. So I knew oh, both were gotcha. an option. Okay. So Celia booked oh, yeah. Broadway at the same time that I booked the tour. Got gotcha. It. Okay. And so I was just like, okay, okay. Uh, but we had, my husband and I were getting married in like a month and a half. And no. <laughs> we had a bridal shower that was like set up in Florida. And I was like, I'm having to cancel all of my showers, everything. Can I, can I just keep the one on oh, Saturday no. and I'll fly out Saturday night? And they were like, yeah, absolutely. So I started on Sunday. Wow. Insane. Wow. So like 10 days start to finish. Yes. Like what? This thing that you're hoping and praying for for so long and then like for years. seemingly yeah, yeah. overnight. Like Truly. you're just, you're out there like sitting with the music director, like in Denver, Colorado being like <laughs> popular, like, <laughs> like <laughs> just. Yeah. So how does that work when you're understudying, when you're new to a company and understudying? Do you learn your ensemble track first and then add Glinda on top of that? Yeah. Is it happening simultaneously? Yeah. Yeah. Usually, I mean, that's what I've seen so far. I learned all my ensemble stuff first. I learned it like, like maybe eight days. I like learned it in like a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I had my put in and then as soon as my put in happened, um, it was the end of the city. So then I debuted the next week in Seattle. And, Mm -hmm. um, once I debuted and like got a week of shows under my belt, um, I went into rehearsals Mm -hmm. for Glinda and like, I, I think I was already doing Glinda like music and stuff. As soon as I learned my ensemble, 
track, they started me on music, but then staging and scene work and all of that started after I was like in the show in my ensemble track. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So having grown up, been a fan of the show, what was most surprising about actually being in it and having to do it? Mm, I think... I could probably have a few answers for that. So one of the most surprising is that, you know, you grow up singing the soundtrack and Mm -hmm. then you get there and you're learning the pieces and they're like, no, 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 that's not, that's not what you sing. And I'm just like, but it's what Kristen sings. So, (laughs) (laughs) and they're like, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. It's, I mean, she's always singing the right thing, but like when you're learning your ensemble track, you're just like, oh my gosh, what do you want me to sing? (laughs) Um, So there were a few of those moments. Mm-hmm. Then I think I think the thing that really surprised me, especially stepping into Glinda, was like the pacing of her show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and just how I remember when I made my debut, like I felt in the best way. Like I was strapped in in like kind of in the passenger seat, um, going mm-hmm. like 120. And I was just like, mm-hmm. here we go. Like there's no there's no turning back. It's just like it's a freight train and yeah, it does feel like one of those things you just have to black out and do, and then think about after. Yes, I just with especially with Glinda too. Is it's like you're there from the downbeat. Alphaba, like we all know, Alphaba like also That's goes true. 120 miles an hour for the whole show. But like Glinda mm-hmm. is off the bat. Like you have to set the tone for the whole show. Yes, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, and it's just. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and she has this like epic entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just feel, you do feel the way, like you feel the weight of it. And it's this beautiful, scary, intense, incredible ride. Mm-hmm. And you're like- How long were you understudying before you went on for Glinda the first time? Oh, you know, I think I had had my put in two weeks before. Mm. And so it was still very fresh. So wow, I got to go on, I debuted in Eugene, Oregon. And, uh, and it was lovely because I found out like a couple hours before the show and I it was the West coast. And so like nobody that I knew really had a chance to get there. So mm-hmm. I just kind of went on and like did it and it was great. It was amazing. It was, oh, it was so good. It was so fun. And just like a surprise, you know? On tour, Glinda does not have a standby, right? It's just the understudy. We have two understudies and mm-hmm. um, it's the Fanny track and the fainter track and fainter track mm. who is played by jackie ray right now she understudies both glinda and nessa right so okay. so we have two glinda understudies but yes i do feel like that like i got to go on eight times in like my first four months on tour which was which was a lot and it was amazing because like um i remember yeah it worked out i remember my husband got to come when he was he was we were playing vegas and he got to come i found out i was on kind of last minute and he got to just like get a ticket and come and like that is incredible you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it was really really special especially like getting to go on that often that soon after learning it because you know it takes some time to actually feel it out and we do understudy runs and things like that but Yeah. Well, and to find your Glinda too, like to find the way you fit into that role. It's so valuable in those early weeks to really have that time. Yes. Right. Like when do you feel like you really settled into the part and could kind of, autopilot isn't the exact right word, but kind of just do it and feel totally comfortable doing the role? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think there's something like special about having like 10 shows under your belt. Mm -hmm. Because I started to feel, especially after like six, I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, 
I've, d- I've done this. Like, I think the first time is the first few times are just like proving to yourself that you can do this. Mm-hmm. Like she's massive. Like it's a massive right. undertaking. But I think, I think that really came when I took over in March with Lissa because mm-hmm. we were able to find our gotcha. show and it, it always just changes and shifts when you're on with different people. And I've gotten to go on yeah. with so many alphabas. So mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten to experience so many different shows, which is so cool. Yeah. And you started by understudying Aaron Mackey, right? Yes. I feel so That's fortunate. kind of iconic. I feel yeah, so Yeah, because she's a staple Glinda. She is next level. Like, <laughs> I just remember watching her and just like every night, like, first of all, I was like gagged that I got to be her best friend on stage. <laughs> I was just like, Heger. <laughs> and, you know, and like, she's just... She's just the sweetest human, mm-hmm. the most talented mm-hmm. woman. Like, I just remember watching her every night at the end of Act Two and just being like, because yeah. she's just, gosh, she's so good. And she's such a beautiful actress. I feel so fortunate to have witnessed her for as long as I yeah. did because mm-hmm. I I was like a sponge trying to like take in as much of, of her as possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah, are there any lessons or nuggets of wisdom from any of the women you understudied that you feel like you carry into your portrayal? Let me think. You know, I don't think any of them, like, really, like, sat down. Because it was Aaron and it was Allison. And, like, nobody Mm -hmm. ever, like, we never, like, sat down and they were, like, so, Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know. Or even things you observed. Yeah, yeah. I I think... I, what I really appreciated about them is that they they took they took their time in the theater and they were very intentional about you know gathering themselves before the show and being and just like spending their energy wisely you know it's it takes a lot and and that's definitely something that I like witnessed a lot with Erin is that she just she just really I loved getting to watch her like honor and respect her body and her voice mm-hmm. because it's a lot it's a lot a lot and she is such a professional that I was just like oh my gosh and she would she would just say when she, like okay I need a moment I need a moment you know mm-hmm. or mm. and and she that way she was always bringing 100 percent. Mm. I really loved that. Like knowing that they were they were there, they were in their dressing room, they were getting themselves ready and prepared so they could spend all of their energy out on the stage. And and to this day I like I can be a very talkative person, but when I get to work, I I try really hard to conserve so that mm-hmm. I can bring 100% mm-hmm. of myself out on the stage. And then if I have things left over, like I can spend it after the show. When did the idea or the conversation about becoming a full-time principal Glinda come into the picture. Yeah. I imagine it was in the back of your head while you were Oh, yeah. You know, Girl, I, think, I was in the front of the head. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that like, you know, every every woman who understudies the roles of course wants to do it full time. Like that's why we're here. You know, yeah. we uh, I think I can speak for for everyone when I say that like we love yeah. and cherish our time in the ensemble Mm -hmm. but it is something really special when you get to go on we were in kansas city and i knew that they were looking and i knew that i was like man i just really want to be considered they know they Mm -hmm. know that we want to be considered you know 
So I just remember telling my manager and just being like, hey, like, I just, I want to, like, I want to be able to be considered seriously. I think I'm in good standing with the company. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and I just remember we, after we did Kansas City, we went to Tucson, which was the world's, like, longest drive. And, uh, because my (laughs) husband and I drive the tour. Mm -hmm. And we got... It's so cool that your husband can come along with you on tour. It's amazing. I'm so happy. Yeah, we're very fortunate. We have a lot of husbands, a lot of partners, a lot of um, dogs on the road. So it's like we're just like a traveling circus. A family affair. Yes, it is. I remember getting to Tucson and I woke up and I had an email that was like, they want you to tape. And Mm -hmm. I I just remember because Tucson was also a time change. So I was like, I got up and I was like, they want me to... What? <laughs> what do they want me to do? And, and they were like, as soon as possible. And, you know, that was the day that we had sound check and a show. And I just remember, like, mm. grabbing my friends, Nessa at the time, Amanda, and um, and her fiancé at the time, who's now her husband, and saying, like, oh, my gosh, please, 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 can you, I'll buy you dinner. Can you help me self-tape? Like, between sound check and the show, I have to record these things. Yeah. And, you know, sent it off with a hope and a prayer. And mm-hmm. I ended up having to retape a few times just to make sure that it was like perfect you know mm-hmm. but i just remember tucson it's funny because it, it's like the year almost to a day a week ago oh, wow. that i found out that i was that i got it and how did you find out like was there a lot of waiting or after you submitted the tapes it was kind of bing bang boom yeah let me think we were in tucson for two weeks I think I finished recording and like submitted everything by the beginning, middle of the second week of Tucson. And mm-hmm. when we were driving to Cal, when we were driving to California to Costa Mesa is when I got the phone call. Uh, and how special you're like with your husband in the car, a perfect little moment of good news. That's so sweet. It was crazy. And yeah, I, yeah, it was insane. And I remember we stopped at a, like a rest stop and we, I was like, oh, I want to remember this always. And we like set the phone down and we just like jumped up and down for a little while. And Aww, yeah, it was cute. really, really special. Uh, it was ugh. It was so crazy. And I imagine it had to have been cool establishing a new dynamic with Lissa, especially since she was brand new to the show and yes. hadn't been in the company yet. Yes. It was so cool. I remember because I had a few people in the cast that like knew her or had like met her and oh, they were like, geez. she is the best. She is so kind. And I was like, mm. oh, thank God. And, um, <laughs> and I remember like we... I got her phone number and I texted her and, uh, you know, I sent her a very like Glinda text and said, dearest, <laughs> I said, I think I said like something like dearest, darlingest, Lissa, I hear, you, I hear we're going to re- be roommates at Shiz. And, Aww, um, so cute. yeah, it was really sweet. And she, in like true Lissa form, like responded back with like, yeah, just keep your stuff on your side of the room or something. And it was, <laughs> I was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to like this girl. Oh my God. That is so funny. I'm going to. Because the minute I pushed send on the text, I was like, what if, what if she thinks I'm serious? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> and I started doubting everything, you know. And she responded back like yeah. perfectly. And I was like, oh, we're going to be great. It's, we're going to be fast friends. Yeah. And then did you re-rehearse with her? Yeah. Yeah, ah. I did. I, I had three weeks of rehearsal with her. Um, I think we did the final week in Costa Mesa and then we rehearsed for another few, two weeks in Spokane and then opened the last week of Spokane, Washington. Right. Yeah. Kevin, I feel like you should ask the question. I feel like I should ask the question too. (laughs) The question. The question. You know what's coming. I do. (laughs) Miss Jennifer Newberry, are you a no one mourns the wicked Glinda, a popular Glinda, or a thank goodness Glinda? And why? (sighs) 
Not a deep breath. <laughs> a deep breath. Wow. Um, I heard that. I he asked the question. I. <laughs> I am. I have been thinking about this. I've really been thinking about this. Like, and I, you know, you can tell if you've like been listening so far, I am not a short winded Glinda. Like I will explain things away for a while. I am a thank goodness Glinda. Wow. Why? The argument could be made that I am a no, no one mourns the wicked Glinda. Mm-hmm. 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 I think the argument could be made for any I of the agree. songs. I agree. That is true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> That is true. Um, but I think I may thank goodness, Linda, because I have always loved the song. Mm-hmm. I think it is one of the most complex songs in the show, both emotionally and musically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tricky musically, which I think lends itself beautifully to how tricky it is emotionally. And mm-hmm. I just love... The thing that I love about Glinda the most is that she is a real human. She's not a caricature. And I think it's very easy mm-hmm. to think of her in that way mm-hmm. because she is this larger than life personality. But the, the sheer like fact of the matter is, is that she is just somebody who is so in tune with her emotions that she just like, she feels the highs so high and she feels mm-hmm. the lows so low and is not afraid to express that. Right. Without and, like putting a filter on it. Right. And in that moment too, it's, she's feeling both of, like she is feeling the high, high and the low, low. And that yes, tension is so yes. beautiful. Yeah. And she's just, she's just like cracking. It's like, I, mm. I think of it as like, this is such a silly like reference, but it's like that moment in, in I, Tanya, if you've seen it, <laughs> uh, where Margot Robbie, <laughs> yeah. where she's like looking in the mirror and she's just like breaking inside and like everything is like, she's like, oh, she's overwhelmed, but she's like, but I, I have to smile and, and everything's going to be fine. Everything's fine. You know? And, mm-hmm. and I feel like the more life we experience, the more heartache, the more like, even just like when we said goodbye to some of our cast members this past week, like just going through all of those emotions, those up and downs of like saying goodbye, all of these life experiences inform like how I sing this song and how I can bring like the reality of it. There's, it's just nuanced. It's like, it's so layered and, and that's why I love that song so much and that scene and just everything about it. It's, oh, I love it. And I feel like that song too, you and every Glinda really, but I, having heard your performance, I feel like you especially get to use a lot of parts of your voice in Thank Goodness, yes. which is also like mm-hmm. such a treat for my ears. You know, what's so crazy to me is that it just all like kind of depends. You mean vocally though, right? Or kind of the whole package. Like yeah. what what number do you do? And you're like, that was exhausting. I think it would probably be between, I mean, my gosh, all of them, all, all three yeah. are, are, are <laughs> a lot. And, you know, even sometimes for good, because we can be very emotional. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say, thank goodness. But I, I think, I think the reason I even hesitate and think about the other songs is because I feel like I'm in a really good place with thank goodness. That doesn't change mm-hmm. the fact that it's challenging every night, but no one more yeah. the wicked is also incredibly challenging because you're interacting with the ensemble. You're, it's kind of very much like for good because you are kind of putting on this front, like, mm-hmm. you know, the end yeah. is the beginning. The beginning is the right, end. Right. And so you're, it's just like, if you think about it, I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about the fact that like Glinda at the very end is maybe like a few moments 
like a few minutes difference from when she comes in and right. says it's good to see me and she's crushed yeah. and then right. she has to they're like okay you have you have an appearance to make and you know yeah. she has to go and tell this story something else with the let us be glad section that i feel like nobody ever talks about. Everybody says, oh, Defying Gravity's hard because you're standing on this little platform and you're like having to sing like at the top of your range, but let us be glad too. There's like no like stance you can take to get those notes out. No, no. And I've actually, as I have been able to be more aware of what my body's doing under the dress, Mm. I have realized that like I was standing in a very weird way on like the outsides (laughs) of my feet. And like, I was like, why are my calves hurting so much? And it's because I was like standing in this weird way on this tiny little platform in this massive dress. And I'm like, whoo, like we're high up there. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's like, and I've realized too, because like I can be emotional in the opening and when if I like even just like cry like a little bit too much I feel the bubble go like no hey (laughs) (laughs) and I can only imagine like that's that's how I'm sure Alyssa feels because that thing moves a lot too Mm -hmm. yeah but there's something about because defying gravity you're clamped in something's clamped around you the bubble there's just a clip in the back right (laughs) yeah that's scarier to me yeah (laughs) yeah there there are moments that I'm like I wonder if I just like lean, like I have like this vivid imagination and I have to take hold of those intrusive thoughts sometimes. <laughs> because I'm just like, first of all, I know that the men in our ensemble and like on that stage and frankly in the wings would all come running and I would be fine. But I'm like, oh. how would I, how would I, like if I was just dangling, like how, yeah. how would I? Yeah. What would happen? How would I in? fix this in the show if it happened? Mm, yeah. And when I'm up there in the bubble, like and I'm, I, I get to, it's so cool because I get to be up there and I get to watch everything happen mm-hmm. down there. There have been times that I've like, moved my feet around a little bit too much or or I've like fiddled with the wand a little bit too much and that wand is heavy and mm-hmm. I'm just like gosh I wonder if anybody's ever or like when I'm holding the book at the end I'm like I wonder if anybody's ever dropped anything from up here Wait, like you could take out an ensemble yeah. member you could really <laughs> hurt someone <laughs> I feel the pressure I'm just like <laughs> holding it for Too dear bad. life and just like witches have dropped their broom and hat in defying gravity have they? Yeah, yeah, that's happened. Somebody's dropped up the broom. Mm-hmm. And she's oh, trying to be knocked off her hat one performance. Yeah. Oh no, but that's where her <laughs> mic is. Yeah, so you hear the sound like go out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. It just became real Not for to you give now. you more intrusive thoughts to worry about. But yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm never gonna be like. I mean, I, that's not my story, so it's okay. Not my <laughs> I'm not going out of that broom. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Ooh, I don't know how I would ever that's scary. Let's just hang on to that wand for the sake of your ensemble. Every night. I'm like all of my tension. <laughs> there's none in my jaw, it's all in my hands. Like Well, that's good. We're, that's we're, a good way to channel it actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just you know, trying my best. Oh, oh. Well, Jennifer, yeah. this has been so much fun. Thank you for doing this with us. Yeah, thank you all for having me. This is like, wow, this is so crazy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
How you feeling, Kevin? You know, Quincy, it just, it makes my day when we get to talk to a Glinda. <laughs> it makes my whole day. I just love it. You do get a little twinkle in your eye when we do these Glinda interviews. I do. Well, it's because I feel like I have so much to say about Glinda that I haven't, like, I'm out of stuff to say about Alphaba. You know what I mean? Mm, sometimes mm, is what no, I, I feel like. But I understand. But you know what I mean? It's like sometimes I'm like, okay, wait, did have I said this already? But with Glinda, I'm like, I have books, notebooks full of questions for the Glinda girlies. Yeah. I'm really happy you got the opportunity to do a Glinda Corner in today's episode too. I feel like we haven't done one of those. That was a real blast from the past. Yeah, I know. I can already see the comments like, bring it back. <laughs> I do feel like people forgot about it and now we're going to remind them that that was a thing, you know? Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> You know what I was thinking <laughs> when Jennifer talked about the compared Glinda and thank goodness to that moment in Itania yes. where she like has the emotional breakdown but needs to like cover it up. I was like love that that was her reference. However, my reference for a moment like that would be the Katy Perry documentary where Russell Brand texts uh, her to get a divorce right before she has to go on stage and perform for thousands and thousands mm, of people. That is that part is <laughs> And I was so gonna derail sad. the conversation in the interview, but I was like, I can't do this. That's no, like a whole I totally words. get that. Oh my god, that is so sad that you bring that it's up. Like, but yes, that moment. is exactly what it is. That moment in Itania is one of my favorite gifs. Like <laughs> It's, it's just so funny. And it I totally get it too. Because isn't she like putting makeup on at that moment too? And she's like literally mm, yeah. trying to like make herself look. Uh, it's so good. It it's together. so good. What a good analogy. It was nice. I feel like this, when we were talking about her Glinda, Glinda bowl of it all. I don't know if listeners <laughs> refer to that question as Glinda and alphabet bowl. But that's how I internally refer yeah, to it. Yeah, that's the internal slang. <laughs> when she was giving us her answer, seeing all the thoughts she put into it and and hearing how she views the character and the, the acting mm -hmm. of the character of it all, it did harken back to Scent Men OG when we were doing deep dives into the script and the show and the character analysis. Yeah. And it was very fun to kind of have that energy again. Yeah, which I think too, like comes across in her performance. When mm. I watched the, I mean, there's like not that much available in terms of like bootlegs, but from what I have watched, it's like all so intentional and it's all like, it all feels so genuine because it all feels like it's coming from like a well thought out, very genuine yeah. place of like herself rather mm -hmm. than like, I'm playing Glinda now. You know what I mean? Like it, it all feels very yeah. in touch with who she is as an actress. You know what I would do with you, Kevin? Because we're going to see the Broadway company once Mackenzie Kurtz starts. I think if the tour is coming somewhere near us... I would be down to try and convince anti-theater Lee to send oh us Let's to see. see the tour. Because now I really want to see them, see these gals Together, I know. Now I feel like I know them. And it could be like a nice like weekend trip. I also thought it was really, it was an interesting take to hear her discuss how Glinda... Or it made me view Glinda in a new way when she was like, Glinda is just a person who feels her feelings so completely. She feels the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? That is so true. And that's such an interesting way to view the character. I agree. And I really, like me as a person, like as Kevin, I really relate to that. And I had never really thought, <laughs> not to get into Sorry. the mental illness <laughs> of it all, but I really feel that way too. And um, I had never thought of Glinda in that way. And I I agree. I was like, oh yeah, because like popular is the highest high. Like she is home from a party. She's just so excited. She has a new bestie. 
she's doing a makeover. Like, and then, so, you know, and then all, some of her other moments, like think of I'm Not That Girl reprise. That is the lowest low any human has ever felt on stage. Also, I can't believe that's not in the audition packet. Cause like, what if your Glinda can't hit that? I'm not that girl. They'll just give them an option up to do at the end. Girl. <laughs> um. <laughs> It really does humanize Glinda because otherwise you're like this zany, caricature girly pop, but then you're like, no, she's just like unabashedly being herself and feeling what she feels. Yeah, yeah. Um, Quincy, before we go, we are approaching spring, which means we are approaching Broadway openings season. Slightly. What are you looking forward to? I feel like I know the answer, but I imagine other people would like to know. I'm looking forward to Bad Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Bad Cinderella is the snarky name that they call me. What else am I looking forward to seeing that's opening? Oh, I really want to see Parade because I missed it at City Center. Oh, I'm, I'm hearing so looking forward to parade. Rumors about this Oliver cast at New York City Center, and I'm debating if I should just buy my tickets before the cast is announced because if it's really? like I half feel like that's of kind of I'm the hearing. move with City Center. It's like these days, City Center is really having a moment. Yeah, you just have to like trust. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to trust. You just have to, like trust. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Parade. What else is coming to Broadway? I'm so excited for Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting about that. I'm really excited about that. Because I feel like that's... I've never seen that show uh, live on stage. I, I did like a very interesting production of it when I was in college. But I've never seen the show in you? like a proper proscenium stage. I was Toby. Mm, I was Anthony in high school. That makes sense. Gonna harm you. No, I'm I remember I really wanted to be Sweeney or the judge, and the castles came out, and my director pulled me in. Same director who gave me shit about Mr. Duval. And was like, Mr. Duval. Sorry to drag him again. And he was like, I don't know who you think you are, but you're a tenor. So like, I don't know why you want to be Sweeney or the judge. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to be Anthony. See you guys in a couple weeks. We have another exciting episode coming up. This is the most on top of episodes we've been in a while, I feel like. In a while. Thank you, Auntie Theaterly, for keeping us <laughs> in check and on schedule. Yes. I appreciate it. I'm sure the listeners appreciate it. Leave us a rating, a review to show us yeah. how much you appreciate it. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>that's T-H-E-A-T-R-E-L-Y. You can also connect with us across social media on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at SentMenPod. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time, I'm Quincy. And I'm Kevin. And I would love for that to get spread around. Like, I hope when they text the new <laughs> girls, it's like, hey, here's the tricks. Like, walk with purpose, don't men. run. Also, if you haven't, follow Sentimental Men. They will be reaching <laughs> out in two to three months.